Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, musical trends come and go, different formats change, and once hot bands are soon confined to the scrap heap very quickly. But one thing is consistent for music fans, one thing remains the same. They choose record stores very often as the reliable source of new music releases, despite the alternatives and those electronic and digital competitors. With the recent revival of vinyl, we're asking today if the mood music is changing in the record store business. And here in studio, I have Aoife Clark, who is operations supervisor at Golden Discs. They have 22 stores, which I suppose tells a story in itself, the sheer amount of stores. We'll also be joined by Ben O'Neill, who is the owner of Shop Acheol, who is uh, down in Dungarvan at the Dungarvan Music Store in County Waterford. And we'll be talking in a few minutes to Morris Daly, who is a supply manager at Chivago Records. All of these names, of course, People will be very familiar with if you ever bought any music whatsoever. But let's turn to the conversation first to who's in studio with me, which is Aoife Clark from Golden Disc. Aoife, first of all, yeah. brilliant to have 22 stores. Yes. I have to admit, I was shocked. I was thinking, 22 yeah. stores. Like, yeah, and uh, all spread out. Incredibly cre- vibrant uh, numbers. And as you said, great regional spread, not just in Dublin, but elsewhere in the country. Now, looking at you, obviously, this is a radio show. People can't see your age <laughs> in front of me. Um, in my case, that's probably a good thing. But in terms of your age group, you're in, you're from a downloading era. You're not from the vinyl era. No, but yet no. you're very exercised and yeah. energised. So tell me about how you personally got into vinyl, yeah, what you're I doing suppose, in Golden Discs, yeah. etc. <laughs> so I suppose I started working in Golden Discs in, back in 2016. And at that stage, we only had a small, very, very small and limited amount of vinyl. And it was crazy because after a couple of years, that that little range of vinyl just expanded out of nowhere. We just, you know, the, the, the demand just sort of kept going higher and higher and higher. And before we knew it, like most of the store was just vinyl. Um, and yeah, we kind of had to think of different ways to, you know, expand it in other stores. Other stores were easier than others. We, you know, we have large shops, we have small shops. So we kind of had to put our heads together and see, you know, what we could do to give the people what they wanted, which was vinyl. So, yeah, we did that. And I mean, we're continuing to do that as well. So, you know, trying to... Tell me a little bit about your customers. Just Mm. sort of draw me a profile of who is your the typical (laughs) person that comes in the door to buy vinyl. Yeah, it, it, it really depends. You know, you'd be really surprised. Like, obviously, there's all... You know, the people that have been buying it for years and, you know, grew up with the vinyl. But there's also the, you know, the younger kind of group now, like teenagers, um, you know, from the ages of like 16 to, you know, in their 20s. Um, you know, a lot of people have gotten a lot of ki- like teenagers have gotten record players for Christmas over the last couple of years we've seen. So they're kind of the newer customers we get in the new year then have just gotten a brand new spanking shiny uh, record player and they want to buy some albums and uh, so with these customers would they have iTunes or a Spotify account as well or are yeah. they going for one or the other or are they all um, just combining I think, together I think at this stage everyone kind of has a, a, a Spotify iTunes account you know like I do but I still collect vinyl um, it's just kind of that physical form that everyone loves it's an art you know taking it out of its sleeve like holding it in your hand putting it down on the player dropping the needle and then listening to that sort of rustic sound of vinyl you know the cracking and then it plays through the speakers and there's nothing really like it like listening on your phone is it you know listening on a record player compared to listening on your phone they're two different things yeah, yeah. I'm so glad you say because an album is an artefact oh, it's like a book yeah. it's like someone that's why I have a thing about e-readers but we won't yeah. get you into it that's uh, <laughs> one of my rants that we'll talk about another time yeah. um, Ben O'Neill <laughs> is also joining us Ben is the owner of Shuppa Kjol in Dungarvan um, good afternoon to you Ben Hi, hi. 
Listen, thanks for coming. Can't be with you in studio. No, that's okay. I have to work for a living. You've music, <laughs> you've music to listen to. You've been hearing Aoife there talking about the generational change. There's people young, old, all coming in. They might have the same thing on their phone, but they want to buy the physical artifact as well. Is is that how you see the vinyl industry at the moment? Is that what you see as the the kind of a, the trigger to make it more successful and revive the way it has? Yeah, I guess. Um, I guess often people are just exhausted with. Uh, technology um, it's quite possible that they want to put on a record and stop creating arthritis on their thumbs to tell you the truth okay. and fast forwarding you know there is an exhaustion that you put you're play, that somebody is playing a, a music but they are almost not listening to it they're moving it to the next where you put on the record you've got to actually listen to the bloody thing <laughs> I don't want to make this sound like a chore, Ben. Um, to listen to this no, music, but, but, <laughs> but by, oh, by being obliged to actually listen to it rather than speed it up or skip, someone else is in control. Yeah, takes, yeah, yeah, it takes the work, and you can to just, just sit back and, and listen. Put your put your feet up on whatever you're what you're yeah. doing. Um, yeah. Let me bring into the conversation, Morris Daly. Morris, you're with Chivago Records. We're talking a lot about revival of the vinyl industry or the vinyl product, but this has been going on for a good few years. I mean, is this now permanent? You know, vinyl is it is where it is, and it's a stable, sustainable industry. Or do you think it can grow even further? Or what's your own take on that? Um, yeah, thanks, Emmett. I think I can definitely see it continuing to grow. Um, I would agree with what, what Ben and Aoife were both referring to there, that while you have your original music collectors, you certainly have a very new audience coming to it and new artists embracing it as a format and so on as well. So I can definitely see it continuing to uh, to expand. Now, in terms of what walks out the door, Morris, can you just give us an idea? And again, it's a tough one to summarise, but what are the... Is it like Led Zeppelin? Is it Taylor Swift? Is it U2? Is it One Direction? What's selling? Or what What do you regard as, oh, that's our reliable, that particular band or artist? What's going out the door most frequently? Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, it's it's all of the above. Um, I mean, for, for every copy of an original Fleetwood Mac or a Beatles or a a Queen Greatest Hits or a Led Zeppelin, as you said, yeah, we're also going to be selling a new artist like Tyler, the Creator. Taylor Swift released her new album yesterday with four formats of vinyl. Um, You know, so you're going to have the new mixed with the old and again with a very mixed, diverse um, uh, music audience as well. Now, I'll bring Ben in. Ben, obviously people are kind of, it can be a bit nerdy about vinyl. People like different things. They like collector's items, special editions, live albums, 12 inches, remastered, all this sort of stuff. Is that still where a lot of the action is? Not just the conventional album, but various formats and changes and different versions. Are there people who still come in and ask for box sets and all this sort of stuff? Yeah, I guess um, everything like that, uh, companies use it as marketing and uh, that does attract people in and in particular keeping new releases is part of it it just reminds somebody that there is something new on the way uh, be it uh, you know there's a uh, Springsteen just around the corner like uh, in November and it's, it, it, it's as everybody says and somebody wants to get the selection um. and we've always kept final going and always had a wide selection and that makes the difference. And, and in terms of other things that you might sell, Ben, is it is like 90% of your 
a revenue from vinyl? Are you doing other things? Are you doing merchandise? Are you do like is it all vinyl, or, or would you have other things being sold there as well? Well, in a small town, I'm afraid uh, vinyl or indeed a, a, a record shop uh, would find it hard to survive without doing something else. So I do uh, musical instruments, be it from an accordion to a guitar and we'll also kit you out with a nice hi-fi if you need it. Okay, <laughs> you get the whole thing. Aoife, yeah. you're not doing musical... It's a small town thing. You're not allowed to specialise really. There isn't enough population, you know. Yeah, no, I understand that. You've got to do what you've got it's to easy. do. It's a little easier for, for Dublin. You have your couple of million and they tend to draw people in where in the smaller town you work a little harder but then uh, I guess you have a, a little less, uh, perhaps, thievery uh, 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 in a shop. You know what I mean? You know your customers. And well, now, hold on, I hope you're not uh, putting a slight against us Dubliners. Well, a problem for uh, city shops is that, um, you know, they get maybe people visiting and trying to walk out with something. In a small town, you know your customers and people are <laughs> you know where they going live. out they, of their way to keep you in survival mm-hmm. mode. Okay, well, let me talk about Aoife. You've no yeah. thievery in your shops, do you? Um, well, <laughs> we do have our good, we do, in every store, we do have um, our regular customer base and we're quite good with that as well. You know, we have, we know them by first name and, you know, they're sort of part of our little GD family. Um, and but, in terms of the artists yeah. we mentioned there, um, both yeah. Morris and Ben were kind of mm-hmm. saying it's it's a bit of everything. Or would you have a bit of a yeah. skew towards the, the older bands, the, yeah, the Led Zeppelin you know type it Fleetwood Mac type bands? It is or? sort of a bit of everything. Like, at, you know, at Christmas time, especially, you, co- you have people, you know, buying your Fleetwood Macs and your Led Zeppelins and your Bob Dylans. But when you've got like an artist like Taylor Swift, like um, she released her new album like that, we can't keep that on the shelves, you know, so it is a, it is a bit of everything. And then again, we, the old uh, mm-hmm. differentiator was the single versus the album. Yeah. I mean, you're mainly talking albums, right? Are albums, singles, yeah. are they well, very you, peripheral you, now? Or? Still, singles on vinyl, maybe, yeah. You you still would kind of get um, the odd seven inch here and there. But yeah, it's usually just the albums people go for generally, yeah. Well, one of our listeners is saying, what about secondhand or old 90s dance music? Where can mm-hmm. I get it? Is there is there a demand for that? Let's uh, just help this particular call. We do have 90s. We sometimes we have like compilations and stuff. So you'd you'd kind of get a bit of everything on an album. We don't we don't do secondhand. So we're all just brand new. But uh, if there's anything anyone's ever looking for, you know, we can we can always inquiring and get it in for for anyone. Yeah. Now, Morris, in terms of getting vinyl, there's certain artists, as Aoife has said, that just aren't aren't present. How easy is it to get the stuff in? I mean, we've heard about supply chains, just about mm-hmm. every other industry being affected and inflation. I mean, it, can you get vinyl easily? Is, is there good stocks? Is there particular suppliers? I mean, you do hear constantly you couldn't get this album sold out, etc. But maybe that's just the, the nature of the beast. Uh, yeah, nature of the beast, but also possibly what you're looking at is, as, as Aoife said there, you get people looking and inquiring about original artists. Um, some of those have gone by the wayside. Their management and labels have gone by the wayside. So it may not be just possible to get things mm-hmm. like that. But I mean, yeah, you do have the new artists bringing stuff out. Uh, for the most part, um, uh, as Ben said there, when you're in, in rural, we're over here in the mm-hmm. west of Ireland. So even something like Taylor Swift, one of the biggest artists in the world, you know, there were delays getting that yesterday. We didn't have it when we opened the shop, you know, but as soon as we got it, we got it out there and got it in. But yeah, definitely you're looking at production of vinyl 
Um, I think they're they're probably at maximum capacity for what they have at the moment, and that may become an issue if it does continue to grow. Uh, you're just going to reach a bottleneck as far as production goes. But as far as supply, for the most part, when we contact the, the, the companies and the labels, they have it or they can give us a very firm date when they can actually get it to us. And then we can obviously pass that info on to our customers, etc. Yeah, and also I think it's probably worth reminding our listeners, none of you should be here. Right? I mean, like as in, first you had, first when CDs came along, mm. we were told vinyl, yeah. gone. Yeah. Then when downloading came yeah. along, we were told gone. I mean, yeah. you've, you've survived gone. wave yeah. after wave, yeah. which would make you kind of confident mm. that you've kind of, you're now a permanent feature of yeah. the recording yeah. landscape. Yeah, well, I mean, we've been around yeah. 60 years. We're celebrating our 60 ber- 60th birthday this year. We had a massive sale um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, and we hope to be around 60 years more. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's not to say there's been a few difficult years. I mean, everyone has, but it's kind of all about finding and, you know, different things that people are interested in to, to keep people walking into the store. So we've sort of started to delve into the whole merchandise side of things. And we just opened um, our brand new store in Stephen's Green, which 50% of the store is all, you know, over 160 T-shirts. We've got plenty of hoodies, anything merch related for, you know, Harry Potter, Stranger Things. So that's kind of giving us a bit of a ledge, you know, as well as the vinyl. But yeah, it's kind of kind of trying to stay relevant and, you know, trying to entice people to come in and shop with you and giving them the experience that they they want and they deserve. And yeah, we, we hope to do that. For, and there's nothing for quite another. like flicking your fingers across those browsing. arms in a little yeah. cardboard box. Yeah, it's all simple about pleasures, right? Yeah. One, one final thing, Morris or Ben, and if you want to chip in on this, um, the record fairs are also a very big part of this phenomenon of vinyl revival. I mean, do you, do you see them as competitors to you? Do you see them just running alongside you? Maybe you go to them yourselves. I don't know. But but where, where do you see them fitting in, either Morris or Ben? Yeah, I mean, if you want me to come in there. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Ben. Sorry, no, I, I can was just see going them to say as, I've never as, attended one anyway, so I'm not sure. Okay, well then let's go but, with Morris. Uh, <laughs> um, I no, well, I'd be the same as... I'd yeah. be the same as Ben there. I haven't attended them personally, but obviously we're aware of them. They come through Galway on a regular basis. And no, I wouldn't see it as, as opposition to ourselves. And even as you mentioned there, the secondhand vinyl kind of uh, market, it's very much complementary. You can't just, as you said, it's the, the face of the industry has changed so much. You can't deny them. You can't ignore them. It's all complementary. If somebody goes and sees that original classic record a second hand at a fair, that's going to lead them to coming in wanting to buy a new record player again or suddenly getting the, the bug that that this is back and it's there. And I would absolutely say it's complimentary and should be supported um, as much as possible, you know. Okay, without let's... becoming overly commercialised too sure. because that can put a lot of people off. Okay, listen folks, I'm going to have to leave it there. This is the industry that shouldn't mm. be here. We shouldn't be doing this item at all if you listened to some people mm. uh, about a decade ago. But thanks to all three of you for participating. Morris mm. Daly is the supply manager at Chivago Records. Ben O'Neill, who is the owner of Shupa Co in Dungarvan. And sitting here beside me in the studio is Aoife Clark, who is operations supervisor at Golden Disc, who now have 22 stores. An amazing figure. Thank you very much mm. for you coming in as well. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.